1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard On the eve of Scottish Cup quarter final weekend Stephen Gerrard's welcoming back James Tavernier But he's unhappy to be without the band Nathan Patterson John Kennedy says they won't let Celtic season fizzle out Despite watching on from home this weekend And Hearts confirmed they will lift the Championship trophy on Saturday I'm Gordon Duncan Joining
2: me tonight is Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans. Well Celtic season can't fizzle out for one simple reason Their next game is against Rangers At Ibrooks, And that's not supposed To be a non-event Under any circumstances Particularly when Celtic Haven't managed to beat Rangers this season And I also think That Hearts have done The right thing By lifting the trophy They won by their own efforts Jim Duffy will tell you In football You should always celebrate The good times Because there'll come Another day when you don't have your troubles to see,
3: Jim. Yeah, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Agree with you. Hugh. I mean, I know under understand there was there was a, the, a conflict with the fans, you know, about how and um, they went about getting relegated. But listen, that that's done. You have to move on, and the, the team have achieved success. It's not easy to get out the championship first time of asking. I think Hearts are one of the few teams done it twice. So um, you know, fantastic, uh, and they're going to do that. I think that uh, it's, it's like right to. To, to enjoy the, the good time As you said And uh, you know For the for the cup games this week Yeah there's a couple of Interesting ties There's no doubt about that
1: Yeah big weekend In the Scottish Cup If you go through them In order Hibs against Motherwell 30 years Since that famous victory For the Steelmen In 1991 Hugh Hibs of course Won it a couple of seasons ago And have a A taste of it um, Through to Sunday Aberdeen What a boost that would be For Stephen Glass Early on Dundee United To mark their return To the top flight Kelly and St Mirren And of course Rangers Taking on St Johnson Now within a relative Touching distance of That domestic double Having won the Premiership
2: I I find it hard With respect to the rest To see how Rangers can Fail to win the League Cup double You know I I think A a Rangers-Hibs final Could be interesting With the the greatest respect To your own team I'm not sure they can Get past Hibs Mm. Um, But I think Rangers are a stick on for it You know they would, they would have to have A calamity Not win it Rangers fans everywhere Absolutely furious At that prediction <laughs> From Hugh Keevans
1: <laughs> 01419511025 That is the number You need to get in touch With the panel tonight So don't hang about Get Pick up the phone And let us know What is on your mind You can tweet us as well Over there at Clyde SSB But it goes without saying I think we prefer To speak to you on the phone And talk football With a big weekend ahead So 0141951 1025. Let's look at that from a Rangers perspective to kick things off. Steven Gerrard was on media duty today. He says having James Tavernier back for the last few games is a huge boost. He says the captain could have returned sooner, but winning the league early allowed them to give him a bit of time. Yeah, it's a big boost.
4: I think um, you can tell by his, his, his smile and the way he is around the training pitch today. He's a little bit stiff and tired from the game. It's his first hour for many weeks. Um, but he's come through with no issues in terms of the injury, which is the biggest boost I needed. Um, he'll obviously play at the weekend again because Nathan's obviously not um, available now. So, look, it, it, we're all delighted to have him back. It was a tough injury for him, but I don't think he can complain because I think it's the first one he's had. So, he, he he he's big for us. You know, his contribution this season has been mega. You know, he's got a massive part to play from now till the end of the season. Um, when he got this injury, it was never going to put him in doubt for the back-end games. Um, we could have pushed James a little bit quicker, if you like, to have him available for the old firm. But because the league was already done and dusted, there was no need. We could come off him and be really patient and uh, give him the time that he needed. So he's more than ready. The injury's fine. He's come through 60 minutes with no problems. Um, and he'll just get stronger and stronger now from now to the end of the season.
1: Most of you dial 01419511025 Kevin might have had to add a couple of digits to the start of this Because he's calling in from Sweden tonight Kevin, it's great to have you What is on your mind as a Rangers fan this weekend?
5: Oh look, Callum, good, uh, good evening to you all uh, I've, I listen to your show every day at my work On the, on the Clyde One app So a, it's, a sound it's never live Is I...
1: that what it is, a sound of home? It's
5: a sign of home, and I. I, But it's also frustrating at times because I can never call into your show and uh, and and comment because I'm always listening to it in the morning. But uh, it's it's. I mean, I've got two points really. I mean, Mm -hmm. the the young boy, playing in is it right back at Rangers. uh, I just how can he not be considered for the for the Scotland squad? I just don't get it. I mean, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Uh, it's, it's, it's For for every every country all over Europe If you're good enough, you're old enough And I don't understand why he's not even been considered Why was he not even in the squad On the on the last international break I, I, I don't get that
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I'm sure Stevie Clark would tell you He, he has been considered uh-huh. but, but obviously hasn't got in there And we get lots of calls along these lines Because th- there is a real groundswell of opinion that that, that should be um, well. Interestingly there's there's now been a, a development On that if you like The appeal failed yesterday mm. Nathan Patterson won't play mm. uh, again this season Does that make any difference To his Euros prospects or, uh, or would the decision already have been made Either I, way
2: I don't think it should make any uh, difference To his prospects uh, I, I think Kevin's maybe jumped the gun By saying how can he not be considered Because the squad hasn't been chosen yet uh, and well, I think going off the last one though Obviously But the, the last one Steven Gerrard agreed with Steve Clark On the reasons why he wasn't in that squad At the time it was a little presumptuous Now we've seen more of him uh, He is an undoubted talent uh, Of a very high order And I think the, the ban Will not influence Steve Clark Because if he thinks I mean He's got so much talent He misses four games He'll be back before the end mm. of the season So He should come into consideration Because his talent is so great
3: Yeah I mean I think that uh, You know The first time around Kevin I think that he'd only played A couple of first team games And and You know that potential Was still to be fulfilled really um, You know and But since then He's grown in stature um, You know he's been absolutely immense For Rangers And Scotland uh, You know I don't think They're in a position to pick and choose players all the time Just because they've been a regular in their first team Because if that was the case Probably four or five players wouldn't be in the squad So I think that Nathan Patterson will be in the next squad um, For for a couple of the friendlies leading up to the Euros uh, And you know In that area we're, we're not blessed with loads of options So yeah I'll be I'll be surprised now um, if he doesn't become, a, you know, a, a player in that squad for the for the Euros uh, at the last minute, I think it's he's, he's one of the few positions that were available um, for someone to come from left field, and he certainly done that.
1: Just while we're on the topic, Stephen Gerrard says he's frustrated and disappointed with the Scottish FA's decision to turn down that appeal. We found the outcome out yesterday, um,
4: yesterday morning. Um, obviously, not too happy about it. Uh, I think I said last week, frustrated and disappointed that uh, all the players are going to receive a ban. It's not just about Nathan, uh, they're all as important as each other. So for me, i um, obviously going to be frustrated and disappointed they're not available in the next four games. Uh, but it is what it is. We, we accept it. We put a statement out that I back very much in terms of the club and we move forward.
1: I know you had a second point for the guys tonight, Kevin.
4: I do, yeah. I mean, it's,
5: it's a very general point, but it's about the Rangers player of the year. Uh, there's so many contenders, and you've got Tavernier who, up until he got injured, he had a few subpar performances. But he, you've also got McGregor who's reaching the end of his career. You've got Davis who's arguably in, uh, closing close to the end of his career as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a, I mean, it's 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 a really tough. Tough call, I think. Uh, Who has been the, the the catalyst? Whereas personally, I think it's been uh, the biggest difference this year has been the the mindset of the entire team. I think the the whole team has wanted to win this year, as opposed to winning as individuals. As as as. You know, uh, mm. su- succeeding. As, if you had
1: to pick one individual, then who who just just shades it from the rest for
5: you? I mean, Davis Davis just he's like clockwork. He's he's unbelievable in the middle of the field for Rangers. You know, he's 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 fantastic. But you know, you take Tavernier, he's a fullback, but he's scored a lot of goals. He's you've got uh, Davis.
3: Think, really
1: I, th- I think that was
2: Stephen Davis He's trying to <laughs> yeah. convince himself He's trying to make sure The other options Are yeah. are getting a mention It's a, it's uh, a mark of Rangers season yeah. That there isn't a contender From any other club mm-hmm. uh, You know In terms of Internally At Rangers I'll let them all fight it out I mean for me It's either Tavernier Goldson mm-hmm. McGregor Or Davis mm-hmm. Uh for me, purely personal point of view, I'd pick Tavernier. He's back now. He'll lift the league trophy on the 15th of May. I suspect he'll lift the, the Scottish Cup the week after. Uh, he was once uh, accused of being a serial loser. Uh, he's now turning into a serial winner. And he has led from the front. He had an unfortunate injury. back now. However, if it's Goldson or McGregor or Davis, just as easy to understand Could you pick pick one? Uh, um, I'd still go for Tavernier Yeah, sometimes
1: we we always see this, Jim Recency bias, Mm. if you like And that Mm. goes against James Tavernier You you miss a couple of weeks at the end Mm. of the season And and people forget about you Or on the flip side, you have a quiet first half Mm -hmm. Come to life in January and, um, yeah, if it, if, in- if it was
3: coming to life in January, Kyle Lafferty would have been a- <laughs> oh, ex- <laughs> so. Except he was. March but He was <laughs> yeah, saying so late. Yeah, but you know, listen, it's, um, it's, it's a very difficult, as you said. I mean, all, all the star players have been at Rangers. I think Hibbs have got a couple, Martin Boyle, I think, and Kevin Nisbet. I think there are two of them. But in terms of the actual uh, awards, eventually when they'll be given out, it'll be one of those Rangers players. I say there'll be, you know, half a dozen Rangers players, really, that could pick, could pick up that award. And. No one could complain. Has who, there been one for it. you? That's for, t- for me. It'd be Golsan, and the reason that is because it's from start to finish. I don't. I can't remember uh, Conor Golsan having a bad game uh, for for Rangers. He's and and if he's made one or two mistakes over the amount of games, he's an absolute permanent fixture. No matter who else has been missing, so consistency for me, um, I think buys it. You know, even though a lot of those players have been tremendous, I'd I'd be going for Conor Golsan.
1: Kevin, it was great to hear from you tonight Hopefully you find the time to do it again soon Look after yourself
5: Yeah, yeah, kill Colin, thanks
1: for Good See man, you. that was Kevin thanks. In Sweden 01419511025 On the phones, at Clyde SSB On Twitter uh, Let's bring in Ross Who's also a Rangers fan in Motherwell What's on your mind tonight, Ross? Anyway,
6: uh, no, hi, panel uh, Not quite as exotic as Sweden <laughs> Motherwell, But, um Lovely part just, of the uh, world, Ross, don't you, do worry? You, do you think that, um like with the result that they're against St Johnston, that Rangers will continue to play their kind of a fringe players to the end of the season, or do you think they'll play that start playing their full strength and
1: to go unbeaten? I mean, Stephen Gerrard almost revealed the answer, didn't he, Hugh, when he said yeah. that the team he picked the other night w- was all about the weekend. It was yeah. all about gearing
2: towards that. Absolutely. When the the team is announced on Sunday evening for the game against St Johnston in the cup, it'll be. The best 11 that uh, Stephen Gerrard leaves Are at his disposal Uh, Rangers must want a league and cup double Uh, There's nothing like success And they've had nothing like success for 10 years So uh, you want to have your day in the sun league trophy one week Scottish Cup the next With regard to the league games It'll be against Celtic It'll be the strongest Stephen Gerrard team Because it's Celtic Uh, The other two Well He might get inventive there But Certainly in terms of The cup matches Which remain And the game against Celtic It'll be Mm. The top Strength team Ross did you see anything And this is now A difficult question Because the
1: team Was so different But did you see anything The other night Which makes you A little bit I don't know if worried Is the right word But but cautious That that St. Johnston Could cause a, a cup shock At the weekend
6: not really. No, I'm still confident Rangers can go through and go and win the cup. You know, but um, I do think that there is like a couple, of, a couple of shining lights in the team. let like, see, like uh, Scott Wright, for example. I think that I think he could do some damage against Celtic if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, he seems to be the the one Jim that yeah. is 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 trying to make his way from fringe player to the level above that. And yeah. some of the Rangers fans are, are getting on board with it. Is that is that a possibility between now and the end of the season?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think, listen, all you can do is, you know, play well and, and you know, obviously scoring was, was uh, icing on the cake for him as well. Um, but, you know, he gives Rangers a, a different type of player, someone who looks to get in behind at times, stretches defence, you know, can go beyond the strikers. He's another goal threat from, from you know, advanced midfield, if you want to call it that, or he can play in the wide areas. So, yeah, I mean, I think he, he's won, but there wasn't too many young boys. I mean, but I think that... Uh, Listen if you don't give boys a chance then you don't see how Nathan Patterson does or Jack Simpson does like you. So, And and in these games Rangers have still got enough quality to get the result Obviously they lost a, a last minute penalty but I'm with you Cup, cup games and Celtic you'll see the strongest team but I do believe that in the last couple of games Then he's got to throw a couple of boys in just to see if they can cope play with Rangers mm. And also understand what it means um, you know, looking looking forward in their careers, and crazy. I think I think most people would would do that in Stephen Gerrard's uh, situation.
1: How important's the Scottish Cup to you now, Ross?
0: Um,
1: well, the league was
6: obviously the most important thing, but I'd, I I don't want them to let up with that. You know what I mean? Like, I want them to keep keep the momentum going. You know, and go for that. And then next thing after the cup would be qualify for the Champions League, innit?
1: it. Absolutely. I mean, you will, Callum Davidson. I'm sure he's an ambitious chap oh. And they've done ever so well this season And won the League Cup mm. And although it was a much-changed Rangers team the other night they, they clearly, as everyone knows, got a point in the end Well, they fancy going and, and being the team that ends all this talk Because inevitably what we do with our bigger clubs Is we look at, oh well, Celtic are out and Rangers are favourites oh. But I mean, it's only the quarter-final stage There's a lot of football yeah, to be played Yeah, of course
2: And St Mirren's stand is the the shining example of what can happen If Rangers do have... An off night, um, so Callum has done exceptionally well first season as manager at Mcdermott Park. But it will be Team Nineteen going to Ibrox this season, trying to get a win in league or cup. Uh, and no, beg your pardon, I think it's twenty. 19, Celtic were Team Nineteen mm-hmm. last weekend, yep. uh, so it's Team Twenty going there, trying to get a victory at Ibrox. Nineteen have failed. I don't think the twentieth will succeed either, but. They'll give it a good shot However Steven Gerrard spent two years With people questioning Whether he was going to be the man Who could stop 10 in a row And when he had cup defeats Against Hearts And and all the other cup defeats League Cup and Scottish Cup That came his way It would always be mentioned And used in evidence against him Now he's got the league And Rangers have been phenomenal In terms of their momentum And their consistency Mm. He is not going to take Any feet off any pedals Between now and the end of the season
1: Ross I feel like the real debate is still to come The one where we dedicate almost the full show to it Is somewhere down the line when All the 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 nominees get announced and so on But just since your previous Rangers fan Brought it up as well Give me a name quickly Rangers one standout player this season
6: um, Alan McGregor Absolutely 110% It has to be Alan McGregor um, The amount of key saves he's made At key moments In key games this season Is just Unbelievable
1: Okay well like I said I think there is a real A real debate to be had on that Because we mm-hmm. don't know the the, the the shortlist and all the rest of it And I'm sure we will get round to it However I couldn't help but notice Just before we came on air Celtic have announced That they have launched Their Club mm-hmm. Player of the Year Awards Celtic fans, they're told to go on the website, cast their vote Now, the beauty of social media Click on the the tweet mm-hmm. Take a wee look at the comments And let's just say they make for some mm-hmm. colourful, mm-hmm. interesting reading Not because we a family show Because we mm-hmm. know that it's not been a, a vintage season But nevertheless, Celtic are still going to give out a player of the mm-hmm. year And I wonder what, what you think Celtic fans Lots of those comments I can see on Twitter are along the lines of Why bother? Don't give one out mm-hmm. It is that right Would you agree with that Would you scrap it all together Or is or do you go ahead And give it to someone Who deserves it And if that is the case Who Who is it then Who is the standout I can see it on Twitter there um, But I want to get your thoughts On the phones 01419511025 Should Celtic do their Player of the Year awards And who should win it Give us your calls right now
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Slide one Super scoreboard
1: Jim Duffy and Hugh Kevens are here It's 01419511025 To talk to them We just heard from Stephen Gerrard Looking ahead to this weekend Scottish Cup tie Against St Johnston Now just before the travel uh, I was telling you about this tweet that I noticed Just what was it about an hour ago Celtic's official Twitter account Celtic player of the year Voting open now You can go on there and vote for your player of the year Your goal of the season Young player of the year Players player and so on and if you click on it and you read the replies, it is is—it's quite eye-opening. It's a lot of people, a lot of Celtic fans saying, this is embarrassing, this is a redneck, this should not be happening, don't give out a player of the year, and, and lots of other sweary words in there as well. So I wanted to try and explore this on the phone. Is that the case? Should, should it go ahead or is that is that a social media type of angry reaction? Should you still do it? And if, if the answer is yes, who should win it? Because there must be a player who is... Better than the rest And therefore he's, he's the Player of the year Let us know your thoughts 01419511025 uh, We'll delve right into it With the, the caller, shoe, But briefly sh- Should they still have one? Or are all these fans Right on Twitter?
2: It reminds me of a Multiple car crash Where you then choose The car that's least damaged And call that the winner mm. um, But they should, they should still do it though Or, or not? Well it's a free country have it if you wish if you What said would you me, do then If you were in charge No I'd scrub it for a year Really? Yeah uh, If you said to me Look just tell me a name And we'll move on And discuss other aspects Of that story I would say David Turnbull But It is like black humour For the Celtic fans
3: now Yeah but why shouldn't David Turnbull Win the player of the year and If he hmm. was the best player then not you? Why should he be denied that Because the rest of his teammates Didn't come up to scratch
2: uh, if you, as I say, he'd be my choice, mm. and you can have a photograph of David holding mm. a trophy. I just think that for Celtic supporters who have been mm. anguished mm-hmm. to the extent that they've been in that car park outside their ground on more than one occasion, I think they would find it a bit of a black joke. Is that the way it's to
1: be? Then every time it's a bad season, you just don't dish out. You, you know, you do only do awards if you've had a good
3: season. No, that's what I'm there, saying I, I believe totally that there should be a, a Player of the Year award. There are players there who have. I mean, you could say I know. I know David Turnbull's still very young, twenty-one. I think Stephen Welsh is only twenty or twenty-one, something like that. He could be a young Player of the Year if he's established himself in the first team. There are opportunities to to give out awards to people who have. Earned it, even if they've not been at the brilliant best, but they've progressed, uh, they've made statements. You know, there's there, there's maybe other areas, the, the goals this season, or whatever it happens to be. Mm. But listen, I don't I don't get the the anger and, and fury over it because it's it's an award ceremony based on what happens within the club. No one is suggesting that it's the best player in the country. It's the best player at the club. The, even, that you've got even, this season, yeah, even if it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of um, other. Candidates um, to choose from.
1: Okay, Hugh says scrap it, Jim Duffy says keep it. What do you think? 01419511025. Frank, is a Celtic fan scrap it or keep it, Frank?
7: Um, I think keep it. I mean, yeah, it's been a tough season and um, Rangers have walked away with the league and Celtic have, as we all know, had a calamity of a season, but at the end of the day, Jim says, there's, there's still a club player of the season, um, and I think that it'd be very dismissive of Celtic fans not to recognise the emergence of David Turnbull um, and the contribution he's had in such a terrible season. And the lad has been the one shining light in what has been a dark season for Celtic. And I think when he wins it, because I, um, I voted tonight, I think he'll win it, and it's it's almost embarrassing that he never got on the team in November. Um, and one of the big things that I've never really got around is Neil Lennon's. We remember after the the famous night after I got knocked out of the Champions League said that those players don't want to be at the club and yet one of them quite clearly was Olivier Sham, who Lennon after he left the club went to Marseille alone admitted that he wanted to wait for the club for two years but yet he kept playing him for three months and left Turnbull sitting in the stands and it, I just look back and big mistakes like that but I think Turnbull deserves it um, and I'm sure the gave a player of the year out for the last nine seasons they never won the league so I don't think you scrap it just because you don't win the league for one season out of ten and it would be pretty poor to not acknowledge what David Turnbull's done and what, and just to give my own point um, to add probably to it Conor to me is the Scottish player of the year because I think that what Rangers have done this year has been impressive you would be fairly ignorant not to admit it yeah you could pick for anyone of six maybe seven players that have been a standout but for me the reason why I say Coleson and that's coming from somebody at the other end of the city is He's been a never-stay in that team. I'm pretty sure that at the start of the season, you guys could correct me, that John McLaughlin was the Rangers' number one and played the first seven or eight league matches. Yeah. Um, for all, McGregor's been phenomenal and he's coming in, he has been. I just think golson has been absolutely superb, yeah. Um, and that's why I would probably, as a neutral for such a thing Glasgow, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to
1: say, praising mm-hmm. rival players will never catch on on yeah. this show, Frank, but I like it. I, I don't mind that at all. Um. What... Well, what would you say then in response to Frank? Hugh because he's sort of going against you. He's saying that you know, well, other teams have had bad seasons. He mentioned Rangers. You still have an award. You give it to the best guy, and it would be wrong to deny in Frank's mind, David Turnbull.
2: I I, I don't dispute uh, anything that Frank said. Uh, as I say, in a free country, have it by all means. I no, just think, hold on, you you don't think they should, think...
1: and Frank thinks that they should. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to get that
2: debate and see see why you think Frank's wrong. I I just think that Celtic started off uh, having set the bar very very high, wanting ten in a row. Um, they have been an embarrassment to their fans, and uh, I just think that, that the fans, Frank obviously being uh, one exception to the rule, uh, I just think the fans would be embarrassed by a Player of the Year contest.
1: Frank's not. Are you Frank? No, no, I, listen,
7: I'm embarrassed with the performance of the team, what we've done in such a massive season. Um, I've been on your show numerous times talking about that, but at the end of the day, these things have been there for 100 odd years, yeah, play seasons. You don't just scrap it because you've had one bad season. God, I can remember Celtic in the, the nine in a row, the opposite end. We're still getting played the years. It's embarrassing as some of their performances were, but David Turnbull is not, David Turnbull is a shining light in Celtic's embarrassing season and I think that he is the future of Celtic's midfield, but we'll build a team around him. Um, so, uh, Frank, I would try, try to be wrong not to acknowledge how good a season he's had. Frank, you, you've,
2: it's went wrong. you've used the word embarrassment on more, more than one occasion there, Frank. Um, therefore, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but whoever gets it is the least embarrassing.
7: No, I disagree with You, you have been very disrespectful to Turnbull. Turnbull has not been embarrassing, so... Don't use the word Embarrassing me tumble Please I think that's sh- sh- Really poor
2: Well you, As I say it's, For me It's a bit like A car crash Where you Pick out the vehicle Least damaged but um, well, I mean Do you think it's a team game You can mm. still have good individual yeah. performances
1: And that's why it's an individual prize-giving Jim, The league yeah. table tells you who the best team <laughs> is
3: and Yeah, I'd be the biggest hypocrite in the world If I said that Because I won a, a Player of the Year award When we got relegated I think they lost 100 goals so now I mean, they lost them.
1: 150 if it wasn't for you That's <laughs> so, the point So,
3: the, you know, the, the point I'm trying to make Is that sometimes, you know People can look, you know f- f- As the individual within that team structure um, As I said, you know, invariably you know, the top teams will have the the top goal scorers and, you know, the, the, the best defensive record and so on and so forth, uh, as as in, you know, Rangers this year with the defensive record has been phenomenal. And then you'll have other clubs, as I mentioned, like Nesbitt and Boyle and guys like that. But as, as young players go, you know, there's, there's a number of uh, talented young players and David Turnbull being one of them in the whole of Scotland, including Rangers. You know, if you actually mm. included Rangers, David Turnbull would be the only one you could actually put in amongst that half a dozen that, uh, that yeah, uh, I mean, Frank kind of mentioned, you know. You...
1: Agree with Frank in the sense that you still have an awards then, yes. and and the name he's given is Turnbull. Could you mm-hmm. argue with that, or is that the one you would go along with?
3: No, absolutely. I think he's only one from you know that. As I said to you, if as a young player, maybe Wales could be in it as well. But mm-hmm. even though Turnbull could be in the, the yeah, young probably, player, yeah. if you're talking about the whole of Scotland, but no, from just, Celtic's point just of view, Celtics, yep. absolutely, David Turnbull from November as say, he says he came into the team. He's been the one shining light. He's the he's the player that um, you know. Whoever the new manager comes into, mm-hmm. will look to upon as if to say, listen. We've got to make sure that this we get the best out of this boy over the next three or four years because he's he's got the potential to be one of the top midfield players in the country. Anyone else come close, Frank?
8: From Celtic,
1: yeah. Because I'm, I'm just talking about this notion of do you have an award and anyone else even enter uh, Europe, no, entering? No, the no, sport?
7: no. listen, well, no, that there, the boy Welsh in the last couple of months has been good uh, across the season. Absolutely not. No, and that's why I said. Mm. Listen, you could pick anyone At eight Rangers players ahead um, I think Turnbull From November's added a lot to Celtic But no I, I mean in terms of Scottish player of the year There wouldn't be any Even in West Sniff. you've been insulting, um Anybody's mm. intelligence By saying that And I'm, I'm big enough To admit that Yeah so
1: Okay um, Thank you very much That was Frank In Kilmarnico 1419511025 Hugh Keevan says Celtic should scrap Their player of the year Jim Duffy says keep it Frank on the phone Says keep it Thomas are you joining Hugh Keevan's team or Jim Duffy's team on this one?
9: Um hi panel. I um actually I'm actually joining Jim's side of it because after listening to what Frank said to say there, I mean he's spot on. Because let's let's not beat about the bush. Celtic done a quadruple treble and as Frank mentioned, Rangers were still handing out players of the year, hearts. Aberdeen Every club was Because you had to look at the brighter aspects of your season I mean Aberdeen were getting European spots Same with Kilmarnock They were picking players of the year So as Frank said They had one bad season So why shouldn't you pick a player of the year? Could you highlight the brighter
2: Can you highlight Thomas The brighter aspect Or the brightest aspect of Celtic season?
9: Well you know what Hugh It's one of those things You look at Celtic season And I There's been a lot of mitigating factors with everything that's happened. Obviously, we've been in a global pandemic. We can't always blame that as the one thing that's held Celtic back. Frank made a great point about how Neil Lennon said there was players there that didn't want to be there. There was a lot of things that didn't go for them. There were some things that was just out of their hands in certain ways. They couldn't finish out games. They couldn't get results. And look, that's all by the by. But there's certain things you've got to be able to look at When it was coming to the turn of the year, it looked as if Celtic were, you know, maybe going to try and put a mount back on. And as we know, everything fell apart. But there's guys who are in that Celtic squad who maybe try to surpass the guys that were there to show, you know, what I'm a good player. I deserve my chance to be here and I deserve to stand out. So, like, you've got your guys like Sorrow, Pernbull, young Stephen Welsh, who's come in. These young guys who are willing to turn around, put on the jersey and go out and play a game. But you've given, me, you've given
2: me a politician's answer You haven't given me the answer to oh, the he question Oh mentioned names you. No but I said what is the brightest aspect of Celtic season?
9: The brightest aspects of Celtic season and Is now there's, They've been hutting the chin And they need to get back up And it's something that Celtic haven't had to do for the last five years And that's the bright spot Because it's what they need it. They needed a total restart and they're now going to try and come back for this With the whole rebuild with Dominic Mackay And you can see in some of the performances That these guys are trying to do it But there's just that one thing missing that they can't do And there's other guys who are trying to bring them up And that not everybody wants to get on their lead So he great going forward And he's one of those guys that just sparks A nice wee bit of joy when you sit and watch him play Because he's great at doing what he does the nice wee flicks, good passes, great vision And he gives you a bit of hope for not only Celtic going forward, but Scotland going forward.
1: Yeah, because see, there, there is a sensible answer to this, right? And, and Michael sent sent me a message saying there will be contractual obligations for sponsored awards, and so you know, mm-hmm. I, I get that. Yeah. I, I'm coming at it from a sort <laughs> yeah. of football hypothetical. Yeah. I'm looking at the reaction on Twitter, full of Celtic fans saying, "No nah, nonsense, you know, can't be having this." I, I'm, I'm sure that you know they, all, they always pretty much go ahead. Thomas, the previous caller said, David Turnbull. Uh, Jim Duffy said the same I think Hugh even said the same Have you got another name Or are you are you on that, that train as well? Um,
9: for, for his limited performances In the squad and he run he had I'd say is Malia Soro Because Even though when he came in Everybody was a little bit apprehensive about him But he showed that he's a great player He was at one point quoted as a microwavable Wanyama Who was going to be able to come in And be a nice holding midfielder Good enough to replace Scott Brown And I think at certain times during the season he showed He's a nice tenacious player He gives you a good bit of steel in the middle of the park And he's willing to go and play the game Play as part of the team I can understand there's a couple of bits that might need refined in his game But I think he's another one who I would definitely put forward As someone who's come in, developed and hit the ground
1: running Why is he falling out of the team then Thomas do you think? I
9: think he's fallen out of the team just because At the time At this current time Everybody's talking about leadership, talking about character. So without that, Scott Brown's automatically going to get his place back in because, as has been stated, it's captain, leader, legend. A guy that's, who by no means, great captain, good leader on the park, great football player. But at the time, it was sort of a... They they took into account Scott Brown's out at the start of the season and they were trying to think, well, if we put Sorrow in... We'll be able to get more games out of Brown and Brown's obviously had to come in now to try and steady a ship and keep a team going.
3: Mm, I mean yeah, I'm, I must admit, I am a wee bit surprised in the league matches, other than the Rangers game, of course, that Celtic haven't used another couple of the younger players because the league, I mean you're beyond twenty points, so what happens? Mm. What does it make if you're twenty points or twenty-six points behind? But develop some of these for so Sorrow, Karamoke, Dembele, you know, whatever, but give give another couple of the guys. Um, I'll, I'll run. I know that when uh, they come back for the ill-fated trip to Dubai, a few of the young boys played the next game, or the next couple of yeah, games. Livingston was game. one of them, I think. But since then, they have they have been, you know, back back to where where they were. And and I think there's an opportunity for for the remaining games, albeit just a few. It's just as, as, as Thomas is saying, just maybe show some of the Celtic fans. Listen, there are yeah. one or two little hidden diamonds here that might that might give us some optimism for for next year. Uh, so, I'm a wee bit surprised that that hasn't happened. But as far as Sorrow and that's concerned, yeah, I mean, listen. I think he's only in, started 12 yeah, games. He's he, he done yeah. okay and he, he has potential. But I think any new manager that comes in, the the, the shining light is, is Hugh was asking for. is and, and the only shining light is that a lot of these guys will be from loan clubs going back and the other ones will be leaving. So, you'll have a, almost a clean slate. And as a manager, sometimes that's not a bad thing at a club at Celtic rather than inherit. Maybe enough a lot of guys that you don't want there. So that that for me would be the would be the optimistic look at Celtic. With just regard
2: now. to the, the playing of youngsters like mm-hmm. Caramoco Dimbelli mm-hmm. came on as a sub midweek. Mm-hmm. If Lee Griffiths hadn't scored that last gasp goal for Celtic, mm-hmm. we would have had a different type of programme tonight. The tone would have been different um, because Celtic get out of jail in the dying seconds. I'm second. not sure the
1: Celtic fans were. Disappointed to drop points anyway Whether it was one point Or zero points And there was yeah. a There was an apathy as well Because the season was done I th- The season I was done at
2: the weekend I think they were taking it Badly I think, the, the, So you think the,
1: they're happy With a drop at Audrey? No it, it, It's the, the lesser of two evils Only just though surely I mean after If you've lost the league And you then go out the cup Whether it's zero points Or one point at Petaudry Surely that can't improve Your mood much
2: You know the, the Rangers game Will be vitally important To the Celtic supporters um, Because it's Rangers um, but they will be glad to get the season over and done with, and that's why you know they're, they're in the mood to be touchy at, at this time. Mm-hmm. Thomas, so, thank
1: you very much. Interesting stuff. 01419511025 This is the perfect time to call because you could be up right next after the travel with Stephen.
0: This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Jim Duffy's here Hugh Keevans Is alongside them And the sun might be shining People's Mm. mood is usually improved Mm. But that doesn't mean Hugh's not getting it in the neck On Twitter Uh, Barry says I agree with Frank Celtic awarding Are awarding from within the club It's not nationally Just keep the player award And Graham says Oh for God's sake Hugh Give it a rest Every team has a player of the year Every year you really are a pedantic old git That's the nicest thing you've ever been called on this show,
2: I think well, That's a, uh, is that, that's, a, that's verging on a compliment Well, I mean, the, you see, there's the trouble You you offer an opinion in a free society <laughs> And you get battled for it, honestly Pedantic old whatnot Honestly uh, I, I but think you, said with love and
1: affection, I'm but, sure of it
2: But you said earlier that you could not read out the tweets mm. From those who were against the player of the year idea Because it contained so much profanity that's the only reason we're having the discussion. I just
1: social media sometimes drives these things. Uh, let's bring in Pat in Bells Hill. How are you, Pat?
10: I'm not too bad. But I'm a wee bit calmer than what it was ten minutes ago. Listening to Mister Stevens. Oh no, what's he done? And he's, he needs disgraceful comments this evening regarding the, the play Player of the Year at mm. uh, Celtic.
1: What's disgraceful? I don't
10: understand. I don't understand why you can have an opinion that they don't deserve a Player of the Year. So Celtic have won every trophy in the last four years. Again, has any ever has
3: ever said that Rangers should never play a year last year? I think a lot of your fellow Celtic ones. fans though, part of the ones that, that have been on the Twitter suggesting they don't have it. We're only making comment on. Well, no, to be, the, no, we don't really but, but H- know. H- H- agrees, Pat,
2: yeah. Pat, Pat, we're discussing hmm. a situation in isolation. We're not discussing the quadruple treble, or what Rangers did during those four years. I am simply asked a question about hmm. this particular season. I give an answer. Now can you tell me What I said that was To use your word Disgraceful
10: Yeah you, sir, your, your whole comment And I, as well too were regarding Rangers being Serial winners Serial winners after One and one, one trophy I think
2: you used the word tonight, Serial winners You see we're back to Discussing another club now oh, I said I said that James Tavernier Had been described As a serial loser And was now on his way To becoming A serial winner Because you have to start A serial Has to start somewhere so they've got the league championship In my belief They'll get the Scottish Cup to go with it That'll be two So you're on your way to being a serial winner With two Which could lead to three So again I'm not talking about Rangers And James Tavernier And serial winners and serial losers We're discussing Celtic's Player of the Year Can we go back to that, Pat? How, how sustainable
1: is this then, right? Where, where do you draw the line? So you're saying Celtics Why bother Because it's been such a bad season So They don't have one They don't dish out An internal award I don't know who goes down Is it Hamilton Ackies Or Ross County Maybe both actually So Do they both not do one either
2: And then You know is, is, that, is that the way it has to be You only do it If you have a good season No No uh, Again You asked me specifically About mm-hmm. Celtic Hamilton Ackies Can do
1: whatever they like Yeah but you would ap- I imagine You would apply the same logic Otherwise you're being Very selective
2: I think it, Given that as ever there are levels and standards um, the, the the demands made upon Hamilton Aquis are a fraction of the demands made of Celtic and for me there's an element of black humour about a season as bad as this one Ending with a Player of the Year presentation. Yeah,
1: I mean, I do, I do get that. Obviously, you can. Oh, I can imagine the reaction. You know, do we need to sort of thing But but once you get over that, would you not just accept it as something that, that needs to be done? Is a as a tradition? As a if
2: if they if they give it to David Turnbull and there's no other choice and uh, they hire the hydro and uh, hire a band, I'll be very very happy. May everyone have a good night. I'm just saying to you. The demands placed upon Celtic and Rangers are different from the rest And at the end of this Dramatically bad season There's an element of dark humour about a player of the year I wonder if
1: you'll get an invite <laughs> That's what's been bothering me for the last half an hour uh, Pat, who would it be then? It goes ahead Hugh Keevans does not get his way It goes ahead, who gets it? I would probably say David
10: Turnbull myself again He's been disrespectful to Hamel nakis And other teams <laughs> saying that they don't, they don't deserve a player Nobody mentioned anything about vans and about the hydro. Again, it's just more, more headlines for Mister Keaveney to,
1: to get his name about a headline. I, d- I don't think I don't think I' will no. make a headline out of it. Don't worry, oh, Pat. I'm, I'm on the radio, Pat. So, uh, have you seen a headline on the radio? Pat is in selling It was nice to speak to you. One four one nine five one one zero two five. I think Gary wants to change topic slightly. Um, take it away, Gary.
11: Hiya, how you doing, panel? Uh, it just a wee really quick word on that last call. It was about, I think, John Kennedy's resorting back to Scott Brown and stuff because he's, he's trying to get the job. You know, he's he's thinking if I can play the strongest team, the best players, then maybe I've got a better shot at getting this job at the end of the year, thinking that he can maybe turn around what Neil Lennon couldn't do. I don't know if that's mm. maybe what they thought is with a lot of people or not.
1: And can he, in your mind, Gary?
11: No, nah, no chance. Done. done. Players the players' mentality is done. They've no they've not got they've not got the the will now to try and turn it around. Take me know, through and take
1: and me it through the going. take me through the kind of the timeline of this, right? So has John Kennedy never had any chance whatsoever of being the manager for you? Or maybe he did and then it disappeared when the league was won, or did it disappear when they went out the cup to Rangers? what is it for you personally?
11: The hierarchy the Celtic maybe thought it did have but the Celtic fans and stuff, no It's just a simple no And no having the backing of the fans Especially not being in the stadium and stuff It's just it's just a non-starter yeah, Even but, th- I, but
1: that's what I mean though Has it always been a non-starter Or has that been solidified Confirmed in anything that's happened in, in recent weeks?
11: Yeah, that's what I'm saying I think in the fans' eyes it's always been a non-starter But maybe in the hierarchy They thought he was maybe the, the guy who's going to carry the golden torch For Brendan Rodgers Because he worked under him and stuff and then Neil Lennon overstepped in and he's just not been able to fix what they've done. You know, it's just like, it's not it's not kicked on for them.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, listen, it's difficult, Gary. I mean, John Kennedy, you're right, had a job to do. I think the first job was to try and get to the cup final, try and win the cup. Unfortunately, that didn't happen because the league was was gone when John... When John um, took them, Charles there was no doubt about that but just a a mathematical um, you know rubber stamping from Rangers but there was no chance that they were they were going to catch Rangers I, as I said before I think that he might have been you know uh, a little better to try and produce one or two players if they're good enough you know I don't I don't know enough about the, the young Celtic players to, to, to believe if they're good enough they go in but I don't see how if you just keep the exact same group of players and play the same way even if they're playing quite well which they did do um, last week in for opening game, even though they lost, I think you've got to try and. First, I think you've got to try and do things your way. There has been a change in style. There's they're more possession based, definitely. But I think that if you introduce two or three other players, um, that that might say a different way of approaching the job um, to to the owners to say, "Listen, I can develop young players here as well as win games." Because ultimately, if you're the Celtic manager, you have to win, and you have to win with style. So there's there's an element of that as well I think there's an undeniable
2: willingness To keep John Kennedy As part of The next
3: managerial setup, Whoever might be fronting that Do you think John Kennedy now though Who haven't had a taste of it Will want to be his own man I think he will And I I think I think think if someone else comes in Regardless if they want him to stay there I think he might choose now To move on Because he's now been a manager He's had a taste of it And when you've had a taste of it I think you want more.
2: Again, I think his first inclination would always be towards Celtic. Um, mm. But his chances of getting the, the actual job uh, vanished with the defeat to Rangers last weekend. Uh, he would need to go to Ibrooks and have an unbelievable day uh, two weeks from now. Um, but I think there's a willingness to keep him as part of the setup, a willingness based on John Kennedy's acknowledged ability as a coach.
0: The pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishson.co.uk/slash football.
1: Good to speak to you Gary Hopefully we get the chance To do it again soon But in the meantime Who wants to step up To the plate It's been a cracking day Outside A nice weekend ahead Can you kick start it In exciting fashion By getting on here And winning yourself A sign ball In fact someone tweeted me Earlier Jim Duffy To say that their sign ball Had just arrived Courtesy of beating you On Beat the Pundit A few weeks ago So there we go You're
3: you're very generous Well obviously that's the reason Why i did done it So is that people Would be so happy It would, make, it would brighten up their day In this uh, lovely Kind of early summer we're having
1: That's it You're cheering people up Ahead of the weekend There's another chance tonight 01419511025 It was John Mitchell Who sent me the tweet um, Give us a call right now You do need to get the call in Before 7 o'clock To have a chance Of coming on here And trying to beat the pundit Against Hugh Keevens Or Jim Duffy <laughs>
0: Tackle the headlines, 01419511025, Clyde 1 Super
1: Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here, it's 01419511025 to join in the conversation We kicked off the first hour hearing from Stephen Gerrard Looking ahead to the Scottish Cup tie against St Johnson Having James Tavernier back but no Nathan Patterson Uh, We then got on to the subject of Celtic's own Player of the Year award Because they've announced it On Twitter On social media today They're having the Player of the Year You can cast your vote And Hundreds and hundreds Of Celtic fans Replying to that Saying rubbish Nonsense Cancel the event But when Hugh even says it He gets it in the neck And that is the beauty
2: Of being here on this show Pedantic old git That's, I'm going to get a t-shirt made you
3: that Janet called you No No
2: Anyway If you've got anything To add to those topics Feel free
1: But if there's anything else That you think we've missed And you want to look forward We've got other Cracking cup ties Hibs against Motherwell It's a huge weekend In the lower leagues as well As Jim Duffy will tell us So anything else You think we've missed 0141951 1025 And we'll speak to you right after this. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football.
1: Okay, Beat the Pundit time. Let's see if we can end the week on a high for the listeners. George and Guruk, are you up to the task? I
9: sincerely hope so. Good,
1: so do I. That's what I like. You sound... sound Semi-confident, the right, the right amount of confident. If it's heads, <laughs> you will take on Hugh Keaven's, and if it's tails, you will be up against Jim Duffy. And it is heads. Hugh Evans up against George from Guruk. So, Hugh Evans, you should know the drill by now. I will give you something else to listen to. Yep, he's giving me the nod. Um, George, thirty seconds. On the clock You're going to take on Hugh Just answer as many of these questions Right as you can And if you're not sure If you don't know it Pass quickly And that way we can get on to As many questions as possible Okay Okay fantastic Top man 30 seconds Starting now (sighs) Which MLS side Has Patrick Clamalla joined? Red Bull. Who's Rangers most booked player In the league this season? Davis after Celtic and Rangers Which team has been The Scottish Cup Runner up The most times Aberdeen Who's the only Italian club That Kaká played for Juventus Which SPFL side Played their home games At Shawfield Stadium Before moving to Cumbernauld Clyde Who scored more goals For Scotland Stephen Fletcher Or John Collins Stephen Fletcher Okay Let's bring Hugh Evans back Hugh can you hear us I can Same set of questions to you We'll put 30 seconds On the clock And we'll kick it off now Which MLS side has Patrick Clamalla joined? New York Red Bulls Who's Rangers most booked player in the league this season? Tavernier After Celtic and Rangers Which team has been the Scottish Cup runner-up the most times?
2: Uh,
1: Aberdeen Name the only Italian club Kaká played for? Um, AC Milan Which SPFL side played their home games at Shawfield Stadium Before moving to Cumbernauld? Clyde Who scored more goals for Scotland? John Collins or Stephen Fletcher? Collins Okay, okay George, have you done enough?
2: It's going to be very close again
1: Mm, I think it might be Let's find out which MLS side has Patrick Clamalla joined It is New York Red Bulls Well done, one all Who is Rangers' most booked player in the league this season? I wonder if he's a changed man Because none of you went for Alfredo Morelos Which maybe tells its own story Maybe he's been keeping a lower profile But it is Alfredo Morelos Seven Uh, Which is obviously not a a huge amount But seven bookings makes him Rangers' most booked player in the league After Celtic and Rangers Which side has been the Scottish Cup runner-up the most times? Who would you have gone for, Jim?
3: I'd have been for Hearts
1: It's Hibbs So, there we go Um, The only Italian club Kaká played for is AC Milan Hugh Keevans goes 2-1 in front You both said Clyde Which is... um, I was hoping you would get that Shawfield before moving to Cumbernauld So... Still 2 3-2, 3-2, 3-2, 3-2 to Hugh um, uh Who scored more goals for Scotland Stephen Fletcher Or John Collins Who did you go for Hugh? Collins And who did you go for George? You went Fletcher, Fletcher. It is John Collins By 2 12-10 mm-hmm. oh. So I think that was a 4-2 <laughs> A 4-2 victory for Hugh Keevans Hard lines Oh was it 4-3 was it? 4-2 four 4-3 four no, F- There we go 4-2 George Hard lines
6: Okay, thanks guys. Good hey
1: day George. George. That was George in Guruk. There we go. You've you learned with that? about that
2: question, uh, who got more goals. Go against your own instincts because <laughs> yeah. Fletcher is Stryker. the outstriker yeah. and I'm thinking, I know mm. the way this man's mind works when he's compiling these questions. It isn't the natural one. Always go for the less obvious.
1: Generally, I would agree with you, but I... I I still wouldn't have been able to do that logic on that question because, I, you know, John Collins played a lot, and obviously he scored the famous that, penalty with sticks why in I, your head. I, so I went for Collins because I thought you he see,
3: played a good bit more games, but he might not have. This is the definition of being pedantic. <laughs>
2: you see, a pedantic young man. In your case, yes, but, but <laughs> pedantic. Old in my case, I go to the, the listeners. Oh, what listen. You are singular You're out of here at 5 to 8 You're
1: going, your daughter is hosting a barbecue By the time you're on to your second burger And your fourth glass of red (laughs) You will not be bothering about who's calling you what on Twitter They all think the same And you'll be back for more tomorrow That is the beauty of it Right, 01419511025 That is the number you need to get in touch I love, honestly, Black Arthur is Who's the Beat the Pundit statistician Mm -hmm. Uh, was telling us earlier That you've just bucked An interesting trend Hugh Because the pundits Apparently have lost On the last four Fridays oh, So you two yeah. have got A lot to answer for um, But you, you you managed To reverse that tonight So <laughs> um, Jim Duffy I said it was a massive yeah. You know Day in the lower leagues We now have a lower league s- Split mm. Which we didn't have before We yeah. used it in the championship You're up against East Fife mm-hmm. Tomorrow Is are we feeling that The same way as it is in the Premiership It just intensifies everything Because you're in against the, the teams round about you
3: Oh yeah I mean it's, uh, it's going to be Really uh, fraught And t- uh, nervous For all the players uh, Concerned um, You know whether it's The top end of the league Looking like, to get promotion I mean in our division There's there's probably Four teams Probably still out of five uh, that, that could get promotion mm-hmm. Really um, You know Thistle Being the favourites now t- Taking the lead Then obviously Falkett Then just mm. Sacking their, their co yeah. managers there Which is a real surprise and at the lower end, again, there's probably four teams that, that could still affect, like a relegator or being in the playoffs. So yeah, it's a, it's a four game, four team shootout, and it's it's going to be intense. And again, all crammed into a seven day period. So it's going to be yeah, it's going to be um, exciting if you're not involved, but uh, quite uh, tense if you are involved.
1: Yeah. And of course, only ten teams in those leagues, so the split mm-hmm. I, I, I goes without saying that you then you mm-hmm. have a. You get a game off, so to speak Because yeah. there's five teams And, yes. and so you, you get a free a free. Yeah, pass it, it can point. work
3: for, you again. against you You know, you can get in a bit of rhythm If you're doing well, like anything You get momentum You don't want the, the, the days off And also you could be sitting Looking at the other scores from When you're not playing But it's, yeah, I mean it, 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 It's certainly um, something That obviously just happened this year Because initially it was supposed to be 27 games Then it got made to 22 games But uh, nevertheless, I said It'll be, you know, a, a real... Um, as I said, the nervous experience I think for all the players involved uh, The only thing at our levels Is all part-time clubs At the level that, that I'm at in Barton, Which is the bottom Which I'd rather not be in I'd rather be playing as the top teams But yeah, that, that's, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that supposes Makes it a little bit fairer Because you're not playing Any of the full-time teams sure. In that scenario
1: uh, Alright, let's bring in Ronnie Who's a Rangers fan from Karlouk On the phones What's your point tonight, Ronnie?
12: How you doing, panel? I'll make a point across the here. please, if that's okay. He's listening, on you go. Hi, Hugh. Uh, Rangers in St. Johnson on Sunday. I don't think St. Johnson will uh, know anything about the Rangers team. Stephen here had made seven seven changes on Wednesday. Um, he'll probably go back to the, the normal, the and so forth, and Ken out front, the usual. But anyway, I think the Rangers will take two or three on Sunday. But my other point, Hugh, is just round the corner in six to seven weeks, we're having to use those.
2: And uh, do you think that Alan McGregor should come back? Because we need the best of what we've got to eventually try to get through. Good question. Yeah. Uh, I read Craig Gordon, uh, his fellow member of the Goalies Union, uh, saying that he wished that Alan McGregor would change his mind. I don't think he will. He always strikes me as being a single minded individual. I always go back to my favourite. Post match press conference After the one all draw With Hamilton You uh, loved that didn't you Where he was I'm asked very... To sum up the display And he said Rubbish, Rubbish. <laughs> uh, So This is a single minded individual I think he took his decision Some time ago He may By a distance Be the best goalkeeper In the country uh, But I do not think He will go back On his decision I was interested That it came from Craig Gordon
1: mm. Because If Alan McGregor Was to come back that That is the yeah. difference between Arguably between Craig Gordon Getting to play Mm -hmm. In the Euros And not so yeah. for for him to say you know that he was in favour of it or you know whatever the words were I, I, that was quite something.
3: Yeah, it wasn't. I'd like John McLaughlin be too happy because <laughs> he'd be the one who would probably have to miss out, uh, and uh, he's already missing out with the fact that uh, Alan McGregor's playing every week. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Ronnie makes a, a good point in the sense you want to have your top players that the players are playing at the top of the game available, and he is without doubt the best goalkeeper as you said in the country at this moment in time. So um, if if he was to to change his mind. I don't think there'd be any any doubt in Stevie Clark's mind less than get him in, but I, I I'm with you. I don't I, I think he's a tater yes. guy. He's made his decision. I can't see him changing his mind and I think it'll be Marshall, Craig Gordon, and John McLaughlin will be I the three think, goalkeepers we take.
2: Particularly at the end of this season where, you know, I think to the surprise of many of us, so many Rangers supporters believe that Alan McGregor is the player of the year with regard to Rangers. I think at the end of what has been a momentous season for Rangers and knowing that he has i would guess one last season to play at Ibrooks, I think he'll want the, the the best recovery time he can get, and I don't think that playing in the euros would necessarily um allow him that, yeah, yeah. would necessarily be appealing to him yeah, I mean
1: David marshall's derby team struggling at the moment, mm. but he he goes into it number one doesn't he or, or does he I, th-
3: yeah. I think it's a difficult one
1: because Craig you Gordon <laughs> played in the, the last
3: yeah. um... I've seen a couple of goals recently you know over the last few weeks where, where they're leaking goals left right and centre derby and they look just totally bereft of confidence and the, the, you know they're lucky that, that Rotherham haven't made up the ground on them by the, mm-hmm. the games I've had in hand um, and, and yeah I mean listen although he's done well I think there's only a degree of loyalty that you can still stick with you've got to maybe think as his confidence affected has his confidence affected so I think he'll still need a couple of games to finish strongly and I think Craig Gordon will be pushing him for that um, spot um, uh, You know, John McLaughlin not having really any game time with Rangers might just put him just behind um, those two
1: Ronnie, I know you've said you'd be in favour of it do you think it's realistic though?
12: Well, we need everything we can get uh, I also agree with one of the uh, customers who was on earlier on the four players, four players for the player of the year is David Scolton, and, and McGregor the, the saves that McGregor's made is world class mm. There's no Scottish school, goalkeeper near him Anywhere near him I honestly think he should
1: go It would help our country Yeah I, I, don't, I don't doubt that Hugh I, I'm no. pretty sure everyone would agree He's a good goalkeeper you have him, you have him in there It just the we, We've we known we've been going to the Euros for, for a while now We qualified mm-hmm. in November um, th- There's been no change of heart since then We've played games since then it seems unlikely, but wouldn't mind being proven wrong. But Two that, that we're going to get to the start of June, and all of a sudden, I say, ah, You know why not? And would, would that even be? Would that be desirable to
2: Stevie Clark? Um, I don't think it will get to Stevie Clark's desk because Alan McGregor will say, "Look, I have worked myself to a standstill for Rangers this season. I want to come back and play one more season, and therefore, I want the summer for me." And going to the Euros And all that that entails The time you don't get To wind down The time you have to slavishly Get yourself ready For this major competition I don't think that appeals To Alan McGregor now That's uh, a good point though Ronnie, I like it Ronnie in
1: Carlucco, 1419511025 Let's bring in Dominic In East Kilbride What's your point tonight, Dominic?
13: Hi God. how you doing? Good, thanks um, How you doing Uncle Hugh? I'm fine you, uh, it was just a, It was. A, I wanted to you and then one to jump. Please, Gordon, for me, if that's all right. Um, the first one is which. See how in the last few days, It's obviously been obviously to do with the European Super League. To do with down south,
11: mm-hmm.
13: uh-huh. but obviously that's pulled out. What is? I'm sure obviously she's he, obviously seen the in the media and the papers that he do with the British Super League for Rangers and Celtic. What's his thoughts and? what would be the um, possibility of the financial impact in Scottish football if Rangers and Celtic were to go down
2: that route? You. Yeah, well, you know, I think I've been listening to Celtic and Rangers going to English football for the, the, the best part of my life. And if Celtic or Rangers or Celtic and Rangers could think of a way to get into English football, they'd be off like a shot. Uh, I think the implications for Scottish football would be damning um, because I think uh, the television contracts We have one because of Celtic and Rangers Not necessarily the case that we would ha- still have one If we didn't have Celtic and Rangers um, so Even I would, though it might be a more c- kind of competitive level playing field I, I think t- TV, hmm. either satellite or terrestrial Are in it for Celtic and Rangers When they come to this country It's about Celtic and Rangers uh, The reason why I, I don't think that the English Would be all that Taken by the idea, there's going to be a revamped Champions League. There are going to be more matches. Uh, how do they fit it in? The Liverpool's and Man Cities of this world will say, uh, "We need a smaller league, not one that's added to by two teams from Scotland." And if it were to be the case that two teams had to go out to accommodate Celtic and Rangers, they would say, "Well, why, why, why do we have to be scapegoats?" So, for a variety of reasons. I think the story's come up at a convenient time. I don't think it has any real strong foundation to it. And I don't think it will happen. The timing of it's
1: fascinating, Jim, because Mm. it came in a week when everyone, I mean Mm. everyone, Mm. was repulsed by Mm. the European Super League. Mm. On on a couple of levels, right? So Mm -hmm. I, I know they're not direct comparisons, but one of those levels would have been you can't have a competition that's, you know, invite only mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a sort of closed shop, if you yeah. like, and allows people to skip the queue. And mm-hmm. I know it's not exactly the same, but in the week yeah. that we were so repulsed by that, we're now trying to get our head around the prospect <laughs> of Celtic and Rangers being yeah. invited and put into this British mm-hmm. Super League, presumably ahead of other yeah, or-
3: God, I think I think over the next decade, you know, that there will be changes to the structure of whether it's European leagues, British leagues, whatever. I think they'll definitely be as you say it has been discussed for a long time whether Rangers or Celtic or both um, are invited into some sort of league. If eventually that there is some sort of European league, um, then that will create uh, some sort of gap in the English Premier League or the British league that that might then you know you know start the ball rolling for a, for a, for a british league but until that happens um then both rangers and celtic will have to be happy with scottish football um but the 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 larger champions league will be the carrot for these clubs at this moment in time if they think getting to that then that will guarantee them much more revenue um, than 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 the previous campaigns so I, I don't think it'll happen in the next 2 or 3 years but I do think there will be structural changes to European football and British football in the next decade.
1: What are your own thoughts on it, Dominic? Something you would be for?
13: Uh, well, see, to be fair, Gordon, I think, personally, I think it would end up ruining the Scottish game. But, financial-wise, it would be good. I know it would be bad and catastrophic for Scottish football, but for Ranger and it would be... Whoever's obviously the owners etc Would be rubbing their hands But Then again It's Well it's One that For me personally No it
7: wouldn't be for me It
13: just
1: depends It kind of depends where where your initial stance Mm -hmm. on it is Because we, we hear a lot And we saw it during the last week You know a good old Scottish football. At least we've not lost our soul completely. We've uh-huh. got that bit of authenticity. And see them down the road. They are they're, they're, they're so they're so greedy. You know that they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're so it's all overtaken by greed. If that's your viewpoint, then it's a complete contradiction to say, uh-huh. oh yeah, well, you know, let's yeah, up and join course, it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but if, if you are not bothered by those things, then yeah, you might see it as, as a as a good opportunity.
2: Celtic the Rangers are a freak show. They are far far too big for Scotland, and they can't go anywhere else. 50,000 when the, the pandemic is over 50,000 at Ibrook 60,000 at Celtic Park And that makes them a phenomenon But they can't get out And they've tried maybe, over the decades Maybe
1: this is the one Maybe mm. after 50 years of writing about it This is the one but, if, see.
2: but to go back to your point Gordon If we spend the week Saying how despicable it is that six clubs mm wanted to go their own way out of naked greed and self-interest. Well, you can't support naked <laughs> greed and self interest then.
3: Yeah, I don't think it'd be catastrophic if uh, if 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 the clubs left here, you just had to cut your cloth to your suit. I think we found that when Rangers were down the leagues for what, four or five years, whatever it happens to be, everyone thought, oh, that, that, that could finish it because the big you know, the satellite companies particularly only want the old firm games, only invest the money in Scottish football because of these type of games. wasn't quite the case. Um, you know I think now because Rangers are much stronger um and you know obviously Celtic a new era starting at Celtic coming the next season there'll be a lot more interest uh, up here I think Stephen Gerrard coming pre that uh, Brendan rogers coming definitely helped the profile of Scottish football there's no question about that but I think you you know you 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 work around certain situations um and I think as I said if something does happen further down the line but it will be a few years. Mm. Then you adapt and, and I think Scottish football Would adapt 01419511025 What do you think
1: We've got a teaser as well Coming up next
0: Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: I've done it Mission Impossible, I have found a teaser That Hugh Keaven's and Ooh. Jim Duffy are going to be able to answer Without any clues between oh. now and 8 o'clock I'm certain of <laughs> Famous it Famous last, last words I'm, fa- I'm certain of it right, Listen, if you want to submit your question If you want to hear it used If you want to try and catch the pun that's out um, The address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com And don't ever think this stuff doesn't matter right? So last night Hod it and dod it Wilson and DL, <laughs> right We're trying to do... Oh, goodness, this, this, I'm about to slag them And I can't even remember the question mm-hmm. It was players that had Managed mm-hmm. No Yes mm-hmm. No no, that was it So they went to the World Cup in 90 But they were playing in England at the time Scottish right, guys okay, right? right And the last one And they could not get Roy Aitken For yeah, love yeah, I mean yeah, I, I was I'm Newcastle. telling them He's played hundreds of times mm-hmm. for Celtic He was at Newcastle at the mm-hmm. time He's coached As a caretaker at Aston Villa right. They couldn't get it And uh, I had the the misfortune of being out in the golf course with Gordon DL this afternoon mm. And um, as soon as he, he went to retrieve his ball and won the hole And I heard a guy shouting over Roy Aitken Roy Aitken <laughs> So these wrong answers yeah. will follow you around mm. Liam has been on tonight and he wants to know if you can name Six Scottish managers to win the FA Cup since 1970 I think you're going to squish that So give me the first Fair one gay. Any other that spring to mind? George Graham Brilliant, right, we'll leave it there then You are already up and running Since 1976, Scottish managers have won the FA Cup George Graham, Sir Alex Ferguson And you've got four to get And you've got about 25 minutes to get it Even you two mm-hmm. cannot mess this up from here I'm yeah. telling you 01419511025 mm-hmm. Let's bring in John in Airdrie And see what he's got for us Take it away, John Hi
8: guys, good evening Always have a good night tonight Thank you. Um, I'd just like to make a couple of points Personally, really proud of Rangers lifting the 55th title this season. Um, but on the topic of potentially Rangers and Celtic going to um, the English Premier League, I would absolutely jump at the chance. I believe Rangers owe Scottish football, absolutely nothing. Um, after being des- uh, relegated to the subdivision, um and come back and pay their dues to all the lower league teams, fans made the clubs thousands upon thousands of pounds. If Rangers get the opportunity to go down south, for it, I've absolutely no qualms about them moving and jump at it if, if if that opportunity arose.
1: I think some people, I'm sure, will agree, John. But to be fair, I'm not sure anyone who who doesn't think it's a good idea is is saying that because they think Rangers all Scottish football or anything. I'm not sure that's that's the argument, is it?
8: No, I don't think that. I'm saying just solely because I don't believe Rangers all. Scottish football or anything. Last week, um, when the, the, the Super League was announced, I think everybody said, "Well, you're killing football. You're doing this. You're doing that." Football's evolved in mean, Champions League. Think of that. It's just a money-making exercise as well. Europa League. It's. I know that uh, certain leagues. I think it's a German league. I read about about it last week in an article. This year, the winnings are the the pots from. In the bigger clubs So that the lower league The, the lower clubs And maybe not as Performing in it Are given opportunities To make it a stronger German league And that, that Couldn't happen in Scotland Because we don't have the, the revenue from TV And different clubs. But doesn't seem to Give an opportunity Down south Jump at it
2: With regard to your own club John Do you ever stop to think Why the trouble arose Because the people who I
1: mean, I, I, Listen I don't know I don't really think We need to go down that route John brings that up As a, as a A reason as to why Rangers don't owe Scottish football anything And then I've then pressed back And John's saying that's not the only thing I I don't think that's the argument here I don't think it's whether Rangers or Celtic Owe Scottish football anything That's not the
2: debate they, They don't owe Scottish football anything Because they to a degree Pay for Scottish football Because to my way of thinking There wouldn't be a television contract Which underwrites Scottish football Were it not for the fact that Celtic and Rangers live here uh, I I do on a personal level have serious misgivings of Celtic and Rangers left here. Uh, I don't think television would bother about Scottish football. I think we're back to the the days of the of my childhood where you get a Scottish television highlights programme. Nah, nah, I mean, right. listen, there's not not every every league has a has a TV deal. I mean, no, the, 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 the yeah. League of
1: Ireland has a TV
2: deal. Yeah. The Norwegian league has a yeah, TV but deal. And but it stands to reason that you will go from very very good money to mm-hmm. very very ordinary money. Uh, so I think Celtic radios are. Yeah, but it would all be relative, then, wouldn't it? You, as Jim says, you would you would
1: cut Adapt, your cloth accordingly, yeah. and you've then got a situation where actually you don't know which
2: two teams are going to win the league every season. Well, okay, but I, I don't think it would be anything like the commercial venture mm. that it is just now. I would be personally, I'd be sorry uh, if they left here. And incidentally, I don't think that, that it's on the horizon at all. As Jim said Maybe within the next decade mm. But I
3: do not believe It's on the horizon In the Short mm. term yeah. uh, c- There's a couple of things I think that You know you have at this moment in time We don't have a lot of sponsorship In the game When we have A strong Rangers and Celtic yeah. here Just now And high profile minds And all this kind of stuff And there's, there's only uh, One sponsorship Which I think runs out this year So from that point of view The, the only thing I would say To John Is the, first, the very first thing John came up says he want to congratulate The 55th title So obviously it does mean Something To, to be part of Scottish football Because You know you, you're, Historically That's what You know with, with the, the achievements mm-hmm. That you're making So I think there is Elements of tradition That the Clubs want to be part of it's just yeah. now that the, it's becoming more and more of a business so they, that that's the reason why I think in the fullness of time there will be significant changes because as, as John says the game is evolving yeah. and, and business is becoming much mm-hmm. more more important than, than sometimes the product Were you in favour
1: of the European Super League during the week John? You know uh,
8: it's hard to say because I believe that unfortunately um, money does drive things forward And I think uh, money talks in every aspect. I mean, you look at Tottenham Hotspur read as well 1.9 billion in debt. Do you know what I mean? That that isn't sustainable for any business, Mm. let alone a football club. I know that that, the chairman is a very good businessman, very astute at what he does, but having a 1.9 billion debt is unbelievable.
2: Contrad- contradiction um, in terms well, there You can't be a very good chairman And be 1.9 <laughs> billion
1: in debt Well I, I know where John's coming from mm-hmm. Some of the, um, from the, yeah, yeah I guess you are right But John what's the difference between You know them sort of be, Being accused of being greedy And, and being opportunistic and, and chasing things for themselves What would be the difference then Between that and Celtic and Rangers Going off to To join something more lucrative
8: Honestly I um, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about the, the comments that keep on getting brought up about uh, by Jamie O'Hara and talk sport about how Bournemouth would beat both Rangers and Celtic Now Jamie O'Hara is very much entitled to his opinion but the reality is Bournemouth were relegated for the English Premier League and got I think I, I could feel like four times or maybe five times the amount of money that Rangers and Celtic get TV revenue in their four or five year deal so that's just amazing money if Rangers and Celtic were given that opportunity to go into the English Premier League, attract players, the size of the clubs, are global, they are both global brands. There's no doubt in that. Mm-hmm. So we should be thinking bigger picture. Yep, I love Rangers, I love Scottish football in that aspect that they won the 55th title. You're right, it's a contradiction. But see the reality is, things evolve, life moves on. And after the year we've just had the pandemic, the things need to change for the better. Yeah. And if it means that Rangers and Celtic move and the likes of Hearts, or strong Hearts or a strong Aberdeen then come to the flow and become the more stronger teams in Scotland. You, as as uh, Gordon said earlier on, it's about how Scottish football would then find its level. And there are loads of opportunities to be given to younger players because they're not having to try and compete with Rangers and Celtic week in, week out. With all these other talented national international players. Yeah, I think it'd be a good thing for Scottish football. See, the only
1: thing I would say just before we go on, John, see when you hear anyone down there slagging us and putting our teams down and saying we'd finish, just don't fall for it. Just do not fall for it. It's the same week after week after week. Do not fall for it. That's what they want you to think, of course. If Rangers and Celtic had that money, then it wouldn't be the compact. Just don't fall for it. I'm not even going to dignify it with a response. But you can speak, Hugh Keevans. You have permission.
2: John, how would you feel... And I would ask a Celtic fan the same question. How would you feel if you're in relegation trouble down there?
8: You just need to love here. That's real life, isn't it? I've been to the lower leagues of Scottish football. I've been up at Peterhead, I was all over the country with Rangers. Um had a great time, if I'm going to be honest, perfectly honest with you, absolute time of my life travelling with the club all over Scotland. Um some of the best days out actually have been the away days in the lower leagues. It Wasn't the best teams in the park or the best entertainment value But you know what The fans stood by them And would do it again
2: But uh, as I say I I, You know Good luck to you If that's what you'd like to see uh, And good luck to anyone Who said no I would like to see that I really do not see it On the horizon
1: I I don't necessarily disagree right But To to explore it a bit further You do understand where John's coming from There would have been a time right There would have Mm. been a time Let's rewind And someone would say Right, see the Champions League It's not just going to be the Champions They're going to let far more teams in And, and by the way, they're going to give it to four Four places guaranteed to England Four to Spain, four to Germany mm. Everyone else, they'll really struggle to get in There might have been a time where you would say Nah, nah, I, I, you know, oh, I can't see uh, that Yeah, of course not. And, and a, that's where John comes from a, in
2: terms of things moving on I do, I do take John's point that life evolves The game evolves um, When the whole European Super League business started I was thinking to myself, my goodness the first football match I went to see Professional football match I went on a steam train <laughs> You know So uh, Crazy Jones
1: And is the actual, was the actual game in black and white Even though we <laughs> yeah. were there in the, on the
2: terraces. Uh, two, two memories uh, Steam train And the smell of tobacco Men smoked pipes in those days And the, the kids were put down the front And there was this overpowering smell of tobacco uh, So I thought Now we're discussing a European Super League with all that that entails. Mm. So I do take the point that life evolves. Um,
1: that was clearly just evolving too fast. Then, yeah. That, yeah. But we saw the other day, or no. in a, a pretty weird direction. Let's bring in John uh, Brian. Sorry, that was John. Thank you to John and Airdrie Brian's also a Rangers fan on this topic. Brian, what's your verdict?
12: My verdict is that a Celtic and Rangers get into the English Premier League or whatever, they're not guaranteed. European football We're up here
1: We are Well I mean the the optimists though Brian would hope that Because of the fan base The size of the brand When you then add in That TV money That everyone else has And you've got the same finances as them But you've got a bigger fan base And a better history That that you would then Compete at at the right end
12: No Because we won't There's no good enough To get into European football And the Premier League
1: this is where, and this is where Hugh and don't. This is why we should never fall for it. It, it. Is it's such a hypothetical that how can you say that either way? How, because we're Brian's right, perhaps uh-huh. right. Right now, you take this Celtic team, this Rangers team, you parachute them into the English Premier League right now, and ask them to play games tomorrow. Do they qualify for Europe?
2: Probably not. But if they get the same money as everyone else, then.
1: Then yeah, you might. You, you, we're, we're I not suppose, comparing
2: like for like. I suppose. Do you ever have the same money? Would you ever have the same money as Sheikh Mansour at Manchester mm-hmm. City? Uh, would you ever have the same money, uh, Man United? And I know they're all living in debt. Uh, I'm perfectly well aware that the top six mm-hmm. who were going to go into the ESL. Uh, this is a, this is, is what... about
3: three billion in debt or something. Seven and a half. What's Seven and a half <laughs> billion <laughs> in was. debt. Now
1: we are now we are getting carried away, right? <laughs> but bear with me if you're talking long-term, long, long, long-term, yeah, uh-huh. if you go yeah. and you're on the same TV money as them yeah. and you've got that... Maybe a Sheik Mansour yeah, buys... It, it can, Celtic yeah, Celtic
3: but it doesn't Rangers, guarantee, uh, you know, God, obviously the obvious example is Newcastle. Newcastle got 50,000 fans. They've had that money now for whatever many years and they yeah, fight sure, and relegation yeah. all the time. So it doesn't guarantee it's living else. But I get the point you're making is that it also can work the other way. You know, you, you can obviously then go and compete. When... Um, Uh, Rangers and Celtic compete in uh, the games and Invariably, you hear the Battle of Britain come up Over the years, they've always done pretty well And and again, you get this kind of condescending Kind of aspect of it when it happens Um, You know, when Scottish teams go up there But I think that... um, So, somewhere along the line As I said It will change because, Just be, just because that That's the way the game is going You mm, so I mean You said you had four Teams now in the Champions League It's all seeded now The, the Europa League was seeded World Cups are seeded You know They mm. want the big teams To come through now They want the successful teams To come through They're making it very difficult For those other teams Under the uh, The top tier to, to qualify To get there So the rich are getting richer And stronger And unless you kind of Join in with those guys Eventually, you know The gap will become too big Sorry, Ronnie My lot living down in Brighton In the the English
2: Premier League And likely to stay in it Because of their late run Uh, One of them would love to be up here Watching Scottish football instead And because he's a man of
1: taste Obviously 01419511025 Thanks to Brian Liam wants to know If you can name The six Scottish managers mm-hmm. To win the FA Cup Since 1970 You've got George Graham Sir Alex Ferguson Tommy Doherty Yes yeah. Cairn Oh, You two are absolutely flying You've got two to get We'll get them next <laughs>
0: Number 1 For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super
1: Scoreboard On the home straight tonight Jim Duffy's here Hugh Kevins is here As well And I'll tell you What what team we're making On this teaser Is it an easy question? Probably But that's not for me to say I don't want to take anything away From these two Who are doing pretty well Since 1970 Six Scottish managers Have won the FA Cup You've got George Graham Sir Alex Ferguson Kenny Dalglish and Tommy Doherty, You've got between now And the end of the show To get the remaining two So I'll
3: take one name From you just now I don't know if he was still there In the 70s Matt Busby No Shanks
1: Yes thinking, Okay yeah. we'll leave there. Bill Shankly One more To get 01419511025 uh, We did preview the Scottish Cup tie between Rangers and St Johnson a bit earlier on But the first one up is actually tomorrow at 5pm Yet again, no one consults us to see what we think of these kick-off times Very mm. selfish indeed uh, But Hibs v Motherwell at Easter Road, 5 o'clock
2: tomorrow um, Looking forward to that one Hugh? Yeah, um, Hibs with uh, Boyle, Nesbitt, uh, Doige. Uh, a lot to be excited about Hibbs going forward Um, As I said at the very start of the programme, I think a a Rangers-Hibs final, for example, could be very interesting. Uh, Rangers then would be in a position where they could take revenge for what happened uh, a few years ago. Was it 2016? Uh, Lost to Hibs in that amazing final. Um, So it would be a very entertaining final. I think, with respect to all in North Lanarkshire and bearing in mind that I am pedantic... Uh, I think that Hibbs will have too much for Motherwell tomorrow.
1: But then again, you would no doubt have said that seven games ago when Motherwell went there and won by two goals to nil, would you not? Without doubt. There we go. Um, listen, Even I would concede, to Jim, I think that the league table tells a story, the firepower. Um, Hibbs obviously do start that mm. one as favourites.
3: Yeah, they do, but um, you know, they've. they've you mean know, listen to Jack Ross, you know, they've not maybe. Played fully for ninety minutes. They've had, they've had patches in games, where particularly the first half at the weekend, they were two 0 up and playing very well. And then Livingston, they, they, you know, they're not putting teams to bed. And and although Kevin Nisbet scored a couple of goals, him against Renman the cup and uh, Livingston weekend, he's, he's missed a, a few as well. So yeah, I, I wouldn't really mother on that one. I think that mother were a team suited better for teams coming towards them. And leaving that little bit of space I don't think they're a, they're brilliant Because they've not got that much creativity In the middle of the pitch Taking the game to the opposition So I think it actually might suit man. I think I think that one could Could go to, to extra time And possibly even penalties
1: Let's bring in Stephen Who is a Motherwell fan In Cambus Lang How are you feeling about your team At the moment Stephen?
14: I'm feeling really good about the team Gordon and I think uh, Just to say Hugh should know better than to write us off I think he did the same in the playoff final In 2015 oh, And that came back to bite him Good, so, to, see, um,
1: good to see you don't hold a grudge Stephen <laughs>
14: I'm I'm hoping for the same tomorrow No but listen he's right Hubs do go into the game as favourites um, We've definitely got real threat going forward But we've been there And we've won already this season So I'm pretty confident going into it uh, But the point I want to make Guys is since Graham Alexander's come in, uh, we we're actually the third form team in the table. I think we've got twenty four points. Rangers have only got seven more and seven have only got six more. And I'm hearing a lot of fans complaining about the style of play and they honestly need to get a grip because we could have been down at one point this season. I think Robinson had six was it six wins in forty forty games or something before he was sacked. And um, I just think Graham Alexander deserves a wee bit of credit for how he's turned things around.
2: I think you make the most important point of all, Stephen, and that is survival. Mm. Um, because managers go because there's something up, and new managers come in because they have to correct whatever's gone wrong. Uh, so Graham Alexander has clearly, statistically, done enough... To guarantee Motherwell's survival Next season He has to build on that But so, in terms of the league He has done his job If Motherwell beat Hibs And progressed on the cup Icing on the cake Did that
1: I mean I must admit Jim That, that stat did surprise me When yeah. I saw it Because it had, it's not something i had been keeping an eye on And Stephen is right Since mm-hmm. Graham Alexander arrived Motherwell are mm-hmm. the, the third best team in the league Essentially Based on the points That they've picked up um, and again, mm. Stephen raises some good points. Some people are talking about the, the manner mm. of them, and, and maybe not enjoying the entertainment side of things. Yeah,
3: but you've got to be pragmatic, and you've got a job to do. And his primary job, as Hugh just said, there was first and foremost guarantee you know your your, your position in the in the the Premiership for the Premier League for next year, and then look to to add. The flair, the imagination, the creativity—you know—the the kind of you know the the enjoyment aspect of that. But you can only do that if you get the first job done, which is to get enough points on board to build on something. I think you will see uh, a slightly different Motherwell next year. I think the you know the the pressure will be off him a little bit, particularly at the start of the season, and there'll be maybe a bit more of a free flowing team. But um, you know, I think I think he's done a a, a very good job um, getting into the club. Uh, I think there were some good players there. I think they had lost their way a little bit and you know, he's 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 shown good experience management. He's just got the right blend to get the job done, even if it's not as as pleasing on the eye as some Mother fans would like at this moment so in time.
1: Maybe not is he not getting the credit he deserves, Stephen? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's uh just with among some
14: supporters, I just think that they're focusing too much on the performance and I listen, I love to be entertained as a supporter, but where we were we needed to, need to get safe and we've done that and there's talk about as I know it's on my paper talk but signing the boys from Lavery for Linfield I think that would be that be a great signing but we'll see we'll see how that plans out but I do agree with Jim I think we'll, we will be a different team next season and I'm really looking forward to seeing how we do because that's Graham Graham Alexander's been he's 1% he's been in the high 40s and we need to remember we are Mural do you know what I mean so that that would do for
1: us yeah, absolutely I mean the manager Has been speaking today As well Stephen He's backing the players To to try and adapt After injury Has cut short The loan spell Of Jordan Roberts From Hearts Who'd actually been Pretty good in his time In Claret and Amber Tony Watt is also Out of that cup tie Tomorrow um, And some of the the, the the Signings remain out Harry Smith Sherwin Sador So a bit lacking Perhaps in an attacking Sense Alexander Says he might have to Tweak things tomorrow
13: If it was me And and I would say it Like that If I was a, another player Either that's already here Or
1: or outside because I think um, I think I've pictured the wrong Graham Alexander clip. There you go. Always, always likely to happen. Hugh Keaven's the beauty of live radio. But if
2: I talk long enough, I'll find you, you the right need one. To and learn to be pedantic. Here it
1: is. We
13: have more than 11 good players, so you know we we have the um, the capability of um, bringing players into it and not uh, letting the the quality of the team drop. And I think that's important for us to have as a squad. It's been difficult for us. Um, over a bit of time because we've lost a lot of players through injury even before I came in, but during my time as well, um, and we've had to adapt and and uh, and get round it, but we've managed to do that to win enough games so far. But we we have to continue to do that. You know we have to understand that there's you know a, a massive game tomorrow and there's a lot of points to pay for in the league as well. So um, yeah, you know, I know the players that will take to the field in any game of football will be physically right
1: and and ready to win. Fancy it tomorrow, Stephen. Yep, why not? We've been there,
14: we've won before And I think uh, the last two times we've got to this stage in the Cup uh, We've managed to get to the final for here on in so, so why not?
1: Oh, there we go is, If you believe in omens I know there was a Morton win on penalties omen in there as well That mm-hmm. Was that a week ago? And You watched yeah. it, Jim mm-hmm. and you, were, yeah. you were telling me all about it um, mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you Stephen and Cambus Lang Let's bring in Danny, who's a Celtic fan in Hamilton Probably be the final one tonight Hi Danny
15: Hi, yeah, uh, right Gordon, hi Hugh, oh. hi Jim. Uh, just a wee point I would like to make for the Player of the Year award. Mm-hmm. I would actually give Peter Lowell because he actually played right into a blinder, into the end of his hands and gave them like, we're not strengthening the way we wanted to be strengthened and gave Neil Lennon the job. To be honest, he, sh- he didn't give him any backroom, team, or nothing. He just Kennedy hasn't even actually got a A bone to You know what
1: I mean? Do you think Peter Lowell Picked Barkas and, and picked Duffy And picked a Yeti Danny Or or would other people have to come in And, and take a portion of that blame?
15: No, I, I definitely believe it was all done To Peter Lowell oh. to be honest Because Who would splash out all that kind of money For these three people? Neil Lennon was actually on record soon he didn't really need Barkas,
1: Is he? Yeah, I'm they, let, they let Craig Gordon go They needed a goalkeeper Everyone knew that They tried to get Fraser Forster Needed a goalkeeper
15: Yeah but They uh, would go all the way To get Fraser Or was that Lawwell mm. Just coming
2: out And saying that He didn't want him I think he tried too long To get him uh, That was part of the problem I he could get him I don't no. think
1: Fraser Forster Wanted to, to come to Celtic.
2: Sometimes Peter doesn't Take no for an answer You know uh, And sometimes He's too quick to give players No for an answer I won't mention John again I'll move on <laughs> uh, But Peter Lawwell this season Has had a shocker Neil Lennon Had a shocker Nicky Hammond In charge of recruitment Had a shocker Celtic Have had a catastrophic season Because of Collective Failings So
1: what you're saying is You would not give Peter Lowell The Sarcastic Player of the Year award I would not Right, okay, Jim Does he get your vote?
3: No, listen, as I've said before, uh, you know, I don't know Peter Lowell personally, but I think if you look at the tenure, you know, you judge people over a balance of of success and I think over the course his, his period as uh, the German chief, uh, chief Executive sorry has been very very successful like like a lot like you just mentioned there like a lot of Celtic uh, people connected this year was bad they, there was a lot of mistakes made from a lot of people from the boardroom level to management level to players level it was a collective um, you know calamitous and, and I season and include Dermot Desmond in that uh, you know, who, but over, over the piece now I don't think you can look At Peter Lowell I think he's done A, a fantastic job Over over the, failing, the This season
1: Yeah but, absolutely Lots of people taking the, Danny what makes you think That you know Neil Lennon had nothing To do with those signings And Nicky Hammond Had nothing to do with them And, and, and they were all Sort of Peter Lowell What makes you think that
10: Well because
15: The season before they get handed the job And the shovels, As we all know Peter went up And said to Neil Right here's your job After winning the treble and then he doesn't let him bring in his backroom staff but it's been the same for years it's all everybody knows Celtic fans know that it's always higher Peter had to look over who was recruiting Yes, Hammond but Lawwell to me he always had the final say
2: well the the, the clues in the title chief Mm -hmm. chief executive however uh, as I say he's had a bad season so did Neil Lennon So did Nicky Hammond So did Dermot Desmond The club So did has, the players Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it, I've rarely known a club to implode As dramatically and finally As Celtic have imploded this season
3: They yeah, we, have been abysmal Yeah we started off with it talking about players of the year And and, and that tells its own story That when you're talking about about. Collective mistakes How many Celtic players Could you actually say Would deserve Even their own club Player of the year And we're actually Down to one Which is young David Turnbull um, so I, I think that that,
1: just quickly on is, that, I saw some tweets. Would, would Christopher Eyer come close to that conversation?
3: I think Christopher Eyer has had a decent season, but no more. I think in comparison to his last two or mm. three seasons, yeah, he's another one that so, so he, he a good might, level. So he might
1: get the runner up, is what you're telling us.
3: He might get the runner up, yes. But if you uh, are a
2: defender <laughs> and you've gone out of one cup mm. to Ross County, mm. uh, you've gone mm. out of the other cup to your biggest rivals, uh, you've shipped goals all over Europe. Mm. Um, I'm not sure A defender qualifies Yeah no, th- I'm, again,
1: I know But again I'm yeah. not saying he does But With it being a team game Whatever defender You're being critical I'm sure, of if I, th- if I it, if think it, his but,
3: commitment And but, I think a lot of players Commitment can't be in question let, I don't let, think Scott Brown's let, no Commitment is in question it, Or got Callum McGregor
1: Being a defender Is a lot more difficult If yeah. you've got Barkas behind you And Diego Lacks sure. To one side and, and Shane Duffy to the other That might make your job I know, A little bit more difficult And
3: also are Centre backs all the time as well. What I do know
2: Is that on tonight's poll Christopher will have Voted for himself
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What
1: about this final answer? Thank you, by the way, Danny in Hamilton. Tonight's teaser. We're going to finish off. Since 1976, Scottish managers have won the FA Cup. You've got Bill Shankly, George Graham, Sir Alex Ferguson, Kenny Dalglish, and Tommy Doherty I, I
3: know I she's one of them. It was Jaws Butler, the manager.
1: No, no. Mm. Pretty mm. easy, obvious one to be honest. Is it yeah. Walter
3: Smith? No. Mm. Oh, the there is a, a
1: strong Rangers connection there, though.
3: Sooners Graham um, Sooners Graham Sooners
1: okay. There we go Just a, a gentle mm-hmm. clue But you did mm-hmm. most of the The hard work on your own So thank you very much Hugh Kevins And Jim Duffy It's a bit of a disjointed Scottish Cup fixture schedule This weekend But Some things never change We are here at 2 o'clock Tomorrow We would love for you to join us in GBX Anthem's up next